Yeah, obviously you haven't been able to rotate it. Wasn't it Venus? I think the it original was Venus, female turtle was Venus, Venus. Milo. Because they, yeah. for some reason, they don't name the female turtles after artists like they did the original four. But it's yeah. always about works of art. Because Jenica, I don't know what that would even. Yeah. Venus de Milo was at least a piece of art, right? Yeah. Jenica, I guess, be a well, piece of that, something. That whole <laughs> thing is a little messed up because I think what well, wasn't Splinter used to be a human. <laughs> You're the dude. Yes, I turn my finger off. Oh. Splinter was a what? Was a human in one of the stories? Like he was a human and then he was turned into a a, man, rat. a rat. Yes. Mm. He was hit by the same ooze that hit the turtles. Yeah. But he, he well, wasn't no, actually, a human. He was no, a rat. I take that back. You're right. Splinter wasn't a human. He was the pet of a human who was a karate master. Yeah. But there a was... ninja master. And then when Splinter killed his master, then Splinter trained up and trained the turtles to fight Splinter. So I'm thinking that there was a story somewhere where, oh, no doubt. They was... turned, where he was actually turned oh, yeah. into the rat. Oh, no doubt. There probably was, and probably about three or four of them, as a matter of fact. It's not like they're that creative. It's the turtles, for God's sake. People just like watching turtles fight. But I'm just glad it's not in slow motion. <laughs> Bullet time, turtles. It's, it's coming, buddy. Watch. I can't believe... Well, here's what I can't believe. I, I missed Dan DiDio getting fired last week. Oh really? So yeah. I, last Friday, the the pub the publisher of DC with Jim Lee. Remember all the times I said F Dan to Dio. Yeah. He finally got F'd. They threw him out. He wasn't released. He didn't retire. He wasn't future endeavored even. They threw his ass out and slammed the door after him. Yes, and I'm recording right you off the top of the bat like because this is the quickest way to. <laughs> yeah. This is the quickest way to do it, man. Just jump into it. Hi everybody. By the way, everybody, if Podcast. I don't know what do we call this? Scots on the racks is what I was threatening to call it, but because uh, this not is on the rag. this is just a <laughs> no, not on the rag. People on might, the racks, people but, might mistake me yeah. for that. <laughs> anyway, this is the the podcast with Scott. We'll say that I'm Spike. That's Chris over there, and that's yeah. Scott on the other side yep. of the Scott's mic. Comics. So. At, Brought to you by Scott's Comic Relief at 420 East Main Street. Sweet E, because you need sweeties for the 420. And then, for the life of me, I do not have your phone number. I don't know why. It's uh, 606-434-8314. There Just, it is. Because uh, we have been playing tag for the... Y'all got to know, back behind the scenes... I'm hanging on to this card, yeah, by the way. I, yeah, behind behind the scenes... <laughs> He also does taxes, too, so if you need your taxes done, this is the time to get it done. Uh, and it's cheap, too. He's a, yeah, he's a, yeah. He's, he's been cheap. 99 bucks and gets it done. Hey, there you go. And you get to read while you wait for him to get it done. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, I have a lot better reading material than most of the accountants I've ever been with. Anyway, uh, what in the hell was I saying? Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. We've been trying for a month to get together with yeah. Scott and get something back up it's just one of them things where it's everybody's got something happening it's starting to slow back down it's <sighs> it's starting to be a little easier on me 
well, I don't want it to be easy on you. I want you to keep the damn place open, which means I want you oh, to yeah, stay busy enough. But, uh, but yeah, we've been playing phone tag because Chris has your number. I don't for some no, reason. No, we just go through Facebook. And, I, and yeah. I couldn't. Oh, you're doing it through Facebook? Yeah. And I, see, I'm too old and farty to know yeah, how to do that. Sometimes you got to work a real job to uh-huh. keep the fun job going. Yes, I know. That's, well, look who you're talking to. This is what we do for... For fun. Yes, and it's freaking amazing. So anyway, Dan DeDio is out, and now the big scuttlebutt, and I, they're trying so hard to spread this rumor that Marvel's going to take over the DC publishing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 it's not going to oh, happen. The idiots come out of the woodwork. You, too. Scott, of all people, you know how little money there is to be made in hardcover, in yeah, physical, physical comics, copies. right? Yeah. So Marvel is already losing God knows how much of Disney's money publishing every month. Can you imagine trying to lose money on DC's output too? Yeah. Please. I, I just don't <laughs> see how they could be losing money. They charge so much for the books. I mean, oh, I know they charge so much. For even money. though it would be kind of cool to see a crossover, to see Batman just jump over to the Avengers and start bitch smacking everybody and that's that would be that'd be kind of cool actually that's gonna take that shield <laughs> there was a reference not too long ago in one of the they were wrapping up uh, I think it was Doomsday Clock in the last issue and they were talking about what happens in the future because turns out Superman keeps coming back and so the entire timeline resets to him which is exactly what's, what they've been doing mm-hmm. for decades and in 2030 apparently he kicks Thor's there, there's a blurb saying that Thor's involved in a... They didn't come out and say it was the Incredible Hulk, but something big and green was supposed to be yeah. to die to protecting him. But. Well, see, and even in the new Thor series in the second issue, they reference some of the uh-huh. DC characters, Superman, Flash, Wonder Woman. And they're already calling it Secret Crisis, so God only knows. That's only ten years out, and that's nothing for... <laughs> Nothing oh, yeah. for comic book fans, especially not anymore, although more of us keep dying off every freaking year. But <laughs> but that's one reason I opened this place, to get the new generation. Yeah, to get, get them reading and get them involved and stuff. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's just a matter of eh, getting, getting them to pay attention for the most part. Sometimes it will catch people. It, it catches my attention. I know. Oh, you do. You're in here for the for the pop figures, is what you're in here for. Statues. The statues. Well, okay, look. Here's the thing. With yeah, they're me. not dolls. They're action figures. Yeah. Here's Remember the thing that. with me again. I love comic books. I love to read them, but it's like they throw you in the middle. It seems like to me, it's like if you haven't read from like if you read this story and then all of a sudden they redo it. And it's like, well, I've just now gotten used to this story, and now you redid it in a different way. And then all of a sudden they do it again. And it's like, I pick up a comic book, and I'm just reading it, and I'm like, well, what happened before? Like, well, now I have to get the other book to see why this is happening on this. It's just freaking confusing. It's like I want to start from beginning to end, like uh, Runaways. See, that's why they do restart them. Mm-hmm. You know, for so that people can jump in at a, at a number one and read on. You know? And that's and that's part of the reason why everybody's gravitating to the graphic novels instead of picking mm-hmm. up the books every month. Because one, it gets freaking expensive at five dollars a throw. Yeah. Plus, I always want to find something like really interesting. 
like something different. I always like to keep yeah. a lookout for something that is like, I don't know, to me, something that hasn't been done before. So it's like, yeah. if you get a, a comic book about a ninja, you know, a lonely warrior, um, and it's oh, his yeah, story, then it's like, I want to read that. Well, I don't want to read. They make them. Yeah, that's all you have to do is come in and say, hey, I want to read a story about a lonely ninja. And I'll say, all right, uh, I got see. you. Lone Wolf and Cub? Yeah. Just off top well, of my head. Even now, they got uh, Ronan Island. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rising Sun's a good one. It just, it's two issues in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 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 we'll hook you up. They make comics for anything. Oh, yeah. That, that's the beauty. It's, it's like porn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. comics had Rule 34 before the... Before the internet came around, if there was, hey, if if somebody was making a Ronald McDonald comic book back in the day, they'll make a, they'll make it of anything. So it it happens. And if it wasn't for that, CW wouldn't have a primetime lineup. Remember that. Oh, I know. I know. They're up to what? Katie Keene now. They're, they're yeah, I saw a commercial for kind it. Of on Hulu, the scrape the kind of scraping the bucket <laughs> yeah, there a little bit. Oh wait, can you guys explain to me who the hell that is? Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> I mean, make a stab at it. You guys see me shrugging my shoulders, but... Because all I saw was like it was brought to the... By the people Betty and Veronica's buddy. Back, so back like, in oh. the day. Here goes the old man geese about it. Back, back in the, in the day, day. We're talking like 50s and 60s. For some reason, right around the superhero crash of the 50s. Okay? Right after Seduction of the Innocent. Superhero comics just crashed dead for the entire decade. They didn't come back until 60, around 1960 with Justice League started bringing it back. And uh, Julie Schwartz bringing it back. Uh, They did different genres. That's when you started seeing like Sergeant Rock pop up and all the war comics. And you had... uh, Private Eye. You had Private Eye comics. uh, Western. Yeah, EC had dropped dead because... (laughs) Frederick Wardham wanted them dead for some reason, so the horror genre went away. But love uh, and romance, just all and, that. And yeah. love and romance. Romance used to be huge yeah. because for for young women like teens into the twenties, that was they read Harlequins now. Yeah, they, yeah, they used to read romance saying. comics back in the day, just like uh, World War Two vets overseas would read superhero comics. Yeah. But one of the shoot-offs of that was fashion comics. And these were comic books about fashion models. And you can actually see echoes of that today. uh, Because with these fashion books, Marvel had one called uh, Millie the Model. Actually, they had several, but Millie the Model was the one that comes off the top of my head. Archie's was Katie Keene. Okay? And uh, I think on Marvel it was Patsy Walker was another one. She wound up becoming Hellcat. Yeah. They actually repurposed her. Yeah. So she was, she, and then, but readers, especially girls would read this, although there were some boys too apparently, readers would actually send in designs for the characters to wear in the comic books, and they would give a little blurb showing credit. They'd show the name and what city you were from. You designed this outfit, and that was the whole purpose of the comic, was to yeah. look good in the thing. Oh, and they might throw in a romance plot or a comedy plot or something. It depended, and you can you can still see echoes of that today because I don't think they do this so much. But with Legion of Superheroes, you know what that is, right? Yeah. Okay. I have to make sure because I don't know what. But Legion of Superheroes started right around the same time. 
back in the 60s, and the whole idea was readers would create superheroes and submit them to the editors at the Legion of Superheroes, mainly Jim Shooter, because he was, just like Chris Claremont is for the X-Men from like the 80s on, that's what Jim Shooter was for the Legion, and without him, it's, except for Keith Giffen managed to write the ship for a while, but without Jim Shooter, it just fell apart. But people would design superheroes, and if he liked it, he would introduce them, and if it got a good reaction, they would become permanent members. Virtually all the superheroes outside of the core three, I think, were created by readers. Yeah. Dial H for Hero was another one. But that's what, rolling back to it, that's what Katie Keene was. She was a fashion model in Archie Comics. She had her own titles and stuff, but she was never really used in the uh, the Riverdale yeah, the Archie franchise. universe. Right. Yeah. So... They managed to get the Sabrina and her crew over to Netflix for the Chilling Adventures, and CW wanted another sweet taste of that comic book money, and so <laughs> Katie Keene. And I don't know how well I don't I haven't seen the ratings on it. I don't know how well it's doing. I have no idea. I it's still airing, but it's the CW. They'll burn through anything <laughs> as long as they can fill time. All you had to do was say. Fashion model, and that just tells me I will never watch this show. <laughs> well, it, you got to understand though, Archie. They may be doing like a Nancy Drew twist on it. You know what I mean? You, 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 you got to understand, Drew. Archie. I was a Hardy Boys guy. Archie for decades has been a humor comic, and now all of a sudden it's this angsty teenage. It's a soap opera, is yeah. what it basically is. Mm-hmm. He makes a good point. That's what we need. Hardy Boys series. They're working on it. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah, Nancy, Nancy Drew's time, sticking yeah. around, so they're they're talking about doing a... And they're putting out a comic. Mm-hmm. Nancy, Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew Cross, which they've done it a lot yeah, of, but I'm saying they're they're starting a new series. I, re- I read that. I think they're killing off Nancy Drew in that when the Hardy Boys have yeah. to solve her murder or yeah. something. Yeah. Which is idiotic, but hey, so be it. But hey, I'm sure they'll find her alive somewhere. Speaking of dead, let's get back to Dan DiDio. May he rot in peace, bastard. He hates this guy. I do hate this guy. He, I have never seen anybody so effing determined. If anybody ever should have worked at Marvel Comics, it was frickin' Dan DiDio. Because he has done more to gut the DC Universe. I mean, he's the one who, he's the one who decided Wally West shouldn't be the Flash anymore. He hates Dick, Dick Grayson's guts. He's the one who got, who actually had Nightwing shot in the back of the head and loses memory and stuff. That's Dan DeDio's fault. He does all this shit. New 52, that was Dan DeDio micromanaging it right down to every nut and bolt. F that guy. And then Jeff Johns tries to reset it with, re, with uh, Rebirth, and he goes and screws it up again. F Dan DeDio. <laughs> Yes. Who are they going to get to take his job? Right now, as far as I know, Jim Lee's taking over temporarily because they were co-publishers. So he's taking over his publisher temporarily until they can pull somebody else in. Like I said, the the rumors have it that uh, they're trying to get Joe Quesada to come over, which would really be the death knell of DC. But, of course, AT&T doesn't want to lose any more money on this. They're not Disney. They're not creators. They're tech guys. So they don't know... I'm sure they, there's a lot of comic book fans at AT&T, but none of them in the executive suite. They just hired Donny Cates. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Marvel's Golden Boy. Yeah, that's what I would like to see. <laughs> um, might as well. They went at, They went so hard bore after uh, Brian Bendis and all yeah. the God. That now there's an asshole who needs to be unemployed too. Uncreative little so and so and just. Okay, I've said my piece on it. But seriously, fuck Dan DeDio. Fuck that guy. Call fuck that. it. Fuck it. Have uh, you yeah. guys... Have you guys seen the... That little bastard. The, <laughs> Go ahead. The new... Uh, well, sneak peek of the new Batman outfit. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. I mean, it was, he looks ridiculous. Oh, my Which God. I know that's not Pattinson, but that's a stunt double in those pictures. But, I mean, Pattinson's not going to look any better in it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so... Gosh, why do they have can, to keep killing Batman? Can Can I say something? Boy. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, because oh, the, you liked it. No, I didn't like it. I hated it. But this is not the first time this has happened. Oh, no, Bat Nipples. No, 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 we have seen over the last ten years. Why five O? They're finally ending that after ten seasons. Let's have its last episode in April, I think. I didn't even know it was still on. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, actually, that <laughs> was a joke because I watch MacGyver and uh, it comes on. Oh, you're the MacGyver, one. Yeah. You're the one who still oh, watches yeah. MacGyver. Yeah. Okay. I have not, yeah. So never mind. So, I got anyway, questions on that one. <laughs> what we've seen these guys do before in these studios. I brought up Hawaii Five O because. CBS ranted and raved 10 years ago because somebody, quote, and I'm doing air quotes for a, an audio podcast, air quote, leaked their new version of the Hawaii Five O theme, but it was all synth, all synthesizers. So there were no actual, no brass, nothing yeah. to it. And people vomited all over the, all over CBS over that. So they went through and redid it with the, Basically, I guess they used the University of Hawaii band or yeah. something, and and all of a sudden people are actually watching it. Yeah. And since then, whenever they they're going to do something risky, they put it out there. And they're like, I'm not sure if people are going to go for this. They'll put it out there and see what happens. And if people shit all over it, they pull it back like Sonic. Yeah, yeah. Well, you remember Sonic 1.0? Yeah, I remember. Well, see, they released that. Little teaser of the Batman suit, but it was uh-huh. on that red light. And you couldn't tell much about it. Right. So they were like, "Well, let's they're, let's put this up." I'm telling you, they're probably leaking. It's quote leaking end quote to see what gauge yeah, people's right. reactions to it. But well, people. Uh, I mean, I know <laughs> it looks what, too weaponized. I mean, it just they've been weaponizing Batman for years. I mean, see with the car, they keep changing the damn car. That's always more bigger, better. Awesomer, and it's like, what? Just keep it simple. It's like Batman's I, not Iron Man. No, but they want him to be because yeah. it's Hollywood, man. They don't Iron know Man that. makes money. They, if in order to write Batman effectively, you have to use your intelligence. How many smart people do you know in Hollywood right now? Ooh, yeah. So give him a bigger tank. Swing a dead cat. It, it's. I, I guarantee you it's a matter of time before Batman shoots somebody in one of these movies, and that's when. That's people, when everybody's going to... People want to go back to having Batman wearing a trench coat instead of a cape. And it's like, why would you... I mean, no, you don't, don't do that. 
Well, remember, it's a little cold, but I've, <laughs> I've said before, uh, go back to the detective roots. He need not not spandex. He needs to have on a cloth suit with a bulletproof yellow shield, with the bat symbol on it, and he needs to actually instead of leading with his chin like he has and. God knows how many movies in a row so far. He needs to actually go in and figure out how to avoid fights. So that way when he does fight, it looks all the better. I would love for them to do a live-action series of Batman when he's younger. And no, I'm not talking about Gotham. Gotham disappointed me. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't wait for it. I remember watching it because it was about, you know, Commissioner Gordon. And then what happens it turned into just Batman. Little Batman. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell? Baby Batman. I've never watched maybe the first two or three And then all the villains <laughs> are now are like adults, and he's still a kid. And it's mm-hmm. like, really? So Mr. Freeze is an adult. Joker's adult. Poison Ivy went from... They never did explain that, I don't think. I, I've not, I stopped watching the show, but went from being a little kid to an adult. Somebody's miracle growth. <laughs> good for the that, That's a good line. I'm gonna steal that one. <laughs> but it's, it's what happens when you get people who don't give a shit about the property involved in it. Yeah, and and it kills us. And that and trying to satisfy the internet. Uh-huh. And that's, well, you've and again, we've got AT and T on one side for all of Disney's flaws. And hey, ten billion dollars last year. They you can't say much about their flaws, yeah. but. For all of Disney's flaws, they are based on creativity. It does have a creative atmosphere to it. Pixar has struggled here of late, but if you look around, they do foster creativity over there. You you can, they do have creative outlets. AT and T does not. Yeah. So I, I don't know how much longer Warner is left for the world. That AT and T, no way in hell they're going to give up like. The uh, the franchises and stuff, or the intellectual rights to anything. Mm, yeah. But uh, it's, it's it's sad. But it, it's this could be a bit of a dark time. It depends on whether AT and T decides to stay hands off or not. Apparently, they're not. If they're gonna, if they're tossing Dan DiDio and a couple, I think a couple of others were tossed out too, that were involved with like the constant reboots. So maybe maybe somebody at AT and T is doing this on purpose, trying to right the ship. But I don't know. Well, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, they 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 can make something great out of it if they do. I mean, they just have to do it. They, yeah, you get the cancer out, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but. The, <laughs> They were talking about that dark reboot of the dark multiverse or whatever reboot. And I, I guess that that just broke the camel's back there. I mean, there you I mean, it sounded it, terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Compared to bat penis and, yeah. and the rest. Which I like the black label stuff. You, you but like they're not totally penis? rebooting every title. <laughs> yeah. Into the... Then they tried to redo Vertigo and yeah, now Sandman and universe. That, that's insane because Vertigo. I mean, God, do you know how many shows on TV had their roots in that Vertigo imprint? Did you guess Lucifer and Constantine and yeah? Now I've heard good things about the new Constantine book. Yeah, uh, 
I haven't read it, but I've got a couple people that do. I haven't had a chance to try it. I've, I've never really been a, The last time I kept up, last time I checked in on Constantine was 1985 when he was given Swamp Thing Hill. Yeah. So that shows how much I care about Constantine. I'll see now Swamp Thing. I wish they'd do way more things with Swamp Thing. It's one of those properties that... I, I, I love Swamp Thing. Ever since I was little, I remember watching... Of course, before I even knew it was a on comic USA. book. I was, <laughs> was watching the TV series. What was that guy's name? Dick Dick DeRock or something like that? I don't remember. Dick Murdoch, something. Something goofy, but it was... So cheesy. No, that was Law and Order. <laughs> but that was so cheesy, it was awesome. It was, it was. I loved it. I was just. It's like, one of those things, and it's one of those things you can't really watch sober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I always remember Unless I'd watch it, for it, and then silk stockings would come on after. <laughs> That's what you're waiting. For. Yeah. <laughs> go from go from swamp thing to man thing. Yeah. I was just like, man, this swamp looks so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this all he does is like walk through the swamp every day? Pretty like, much, yeah. It's a nice scam if you can get it, I guess. But. See, I had an idea what I thought would be a great idea for a comic book movie, TV show, whatever. But like, of course, it'd be a Batman thing. But he would, it would have Poison Ivy and she's like, you know, confused. This is, a, this, this was my idea was that Poison Ivy, the way she used her powers was she had something in her blood. So it's like if a drop of her blood hit soil of the ground, she can throw any, anything plant-wise, trees, whatever, yeah. in a so much mile radius. Yeah. And along the story, instead of Batman turning her into the police, she would, he would like give her a chance to Try to learn more about what she can do, so he would give her an address, and she would show up yeah. at this area, and Swamp Thing would show up, and he would teach her certain yeah. things. Yeah. I thought that would be a cool idea. Oh yeah, team up Poison Ivy and Swamp Thing. Hell yeah. Well, did you guys see who's rumored to be the new Wolverine? And no, the, I'm guessing Deadpool. And the place went Henry silent. Cavill. <laughs> oh, that's the funniest joke I've heard all year. Thanks for that. I needed a good it's laugh. It's all over the internet this morning. I needed um, a good laugh. No. Okay, look, look. I am a Henry. I am a Henry Cavill fan, but they cannot replace Superman. Sure they can. He is an awesome Superman. Okay. He cannot go from being... They need to get their butts in gear and do another Superman movie and have him play Superman because that's what he's been dying to do. He loves playing Superman. And he's been trying to get Hollywood off their butts to do it. Well, I mean... And it's taking them forever, but I don't want him to go from playing Superman to doing Wolverine. Yeah, I think he's a little... His stature's a little much for Wolverine. Uh, he's a big guy. Yeah. Yes, he's yeah. a big guy. I can't. I'm not going to agree with which that Hugh Jackman part, is too. Because but. you can you can undo the stature because yeah. that's what they did through all the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. Because it's not like they 
they chopped a... I mean, Hugh Jackman's six foot, six two, yeah. something yeah. like that, I think. So, so you can make it work. But. Well, I mean, I remember, what was it, back in the 90s? Like, right after Tim Burton did his Batman version, they was going to do more properties, yeah. and they was actually wanting Danny DeVito to play Wolverine yeah, because that. of his height and hairiness. <laughs> well, I remember in Wizard Magazine, they used to cast movies. And they had Glenn Danzig <laughs> to play Wolverine. Now, I'll tell you who uh, Danny DeVito should play in a comic book film. Puck. From Alpha Flight? Yeah. Okay, he's I don't know this now. Film, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's too old now. It doesn't matter. Puck is timeless. Hey, you know, uh, what's the little guy from Lord of the Rings? Frodo? No, not Lord of the oh. Rings. Game of Thrones. Oh, uh... uh Oh. Thor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what is Avengers? Uh, no, the same guy. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of his name. Uh, uh, Dinklage. D- yeah, yeah, Peter, Peter, Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. Yeah. yeah, he'd be a good one. <laughs> you know what? He would be a good Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, we got about 30 minutes recorded. I need to take some of that out. But, yeah. We'll just go ahead and I'll turn it back on for a second so we can at least try to wrap the episode. Just had somebody stop in and rather than sit there and get them to sign waivers and stuff, then we'll I'll just edit it out and get it posted later waivers today. Waivers, man. We didn't say their names. So. Nah. Nah. Whoever they were. <laughs> Those who shall not be named. So anyway, um, yeah. I think that's something uh, Hasbro has announced and did a little show at a toy convention, I think it was, or some type of convention. Where they brought on uh, Ivan Reitman and his son, which I can't remember, something Reitman. Anyway. Jason Reitman, I think. <clears throat> I have no idea. Jason? Yeah, maybe that does turn bringing back the old, like every single old Ghostbuster toy that came back, that came out in the 80s. Oh, the real Ghostbusters? Yes, they're bringing it all back. And... Uh, some brand new toys from the new movie Afterlife Ghostbusters Afterlife so yeah I'm excited for that it sounds like an interesting concept yeah. but but I'm gonna go buy I'm gonna go hunt these toys down and buy them I remember I had a proton pack and it had the little squiggly green thing that yeah. uh-huh. turns <laughs> shoot man I remember the uh Ghostbuster cereal, the Slimer toothpaste, the cereal the was dark. pretty good. There's people still missing the Ecto Cooler, yeah. the High C. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody even drinks High C oh anymore, but goodness. they still want the Ecto Cooler back. I got one at Wendy's the other night. Really? Yeah. Huh. yeah. What? Well, I don't drink pop, so. Not the Ecto Cooler. Yeah. Got the no, 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 no. He's just High C. <laughs> don't scare me like that. Like, I guess Coke owns them. Yeah, Coke owns High C, but they'll. I'm sorry, they'll come back. I know I know they came back for a little bit, yeah. but I see they'll, they'll be back soon, I'm see, sure. Now, I remember when they did the uh, the junk reboot with the female reboot. Uh, they came out with Twinkies that had green filling, green in, filling in it. Yeah, they were good. Which is what people felt after watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Puking everywhere. <laughs> That was horrible. I've still never seen it. Don't. Don't waste your time. That I don't movie, plan on it. That movie is basically Scooby-Doo. The live action 
movie. That's what it is. It's hey, new without the dog. I don't think the the live action one was that bad. With live action Scooby? Yeah, the first one that yeah, they did. Yeah, oh. that wasn't bad. The one with, I, I thought you meant the Ghostbusters. The one like, with yeah. the secret reveal at the end. So pretty prince. Spoil Junior. into it, yeah. But anyway. Oh yeah, I mean, I got to admit, yeah, I, I enjoy the live action Scooby Doo movies, but I'm saying that that all female Ghostbusters movie, it was pretty much that's what it was. It was, I don't know, like the ghost glue in the dark. Like, you could, like, literally, it looked like somebody just painted them up, turned off the lights, and there you go. Well, you make it cheap, buddy. <laughs> when you pay All for the, when you pay for the talent and the acting roles, then you gotta skimp somewhere. Not to jump too far away from <laughs> Ghostbusters, but did you all hear about Joker's new girlfriend? Yeah, uh, what was her name? Punchline? Punchline. I'm guessing, have, have they released the issue with that yet? Yeah, yeah. And it's already sold out. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. I think it's selling for about 50. The yeah. cameo in Batman 89 selling 30, 35. Damn. Hell, there is in the full first appearance of yeah, I, I heard 50. about Punchline, and she didn't even speak in the Hell Arisen Three, which is her first full appearance. <laughs> and then Batman eighty nine on the very last page, it shows her mouth, and she's talking to Joker on the phone. Well, that's because she should only speak on the last, the last panel of the last yeah. page. Because hey, Punchline, y'all. But. <laughs> Well, to be absolutely honest, I don't know how comic books went to be in soap operas. Like, oh, you hear who Joker's dating now? It's like, oh, dude, that's that. That's, that's, yeah. yeah, that. Uh, that's last page. Hey, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody at least will pay for it, but at least you get to make money See, off of it. But what I'm trying thing. to decide is. So I had to sell all but one copy for cover price because they were full. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if I want to hold on to my copies or if I want to put them online. If I just want to put them on the wall. I'd <laughs> say put them online because in about a year or two, the prices go back down. And, unless, of course, it, she winds up. Doing a Harley Quinn. That's what I'm saying. You just never know. If I had two copies of each. This is the thing. Like, what is she going to do? I mean, what does she do? We don't really know yet. I mean, Harley Quinn. See, I've also heard rumors that she dies in Batman 92. So. It's like Harley Quinn. That'd be a hell of a punchline. Yeah. Character that was just there in the background going like, snookums and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like a Jim Lee design. Well, boys, let me wrap this so we can go ahead and pay for our stuff and we can let you get on with your life. And <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll that's an on. exciting life I lead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's going to be, there's an old Yiddish curse, may you live in interesting times. We're living in interesting times yeah, in the comic sure book so. industry right now. But, hey, at least there's still a comic book industry for now. Do you, uh, is there any more comic books that you want to, that you've got that stands out that you need to... Oh, there, there's just a lot of good runs out right now. Uh, 
Al Ewing that's doing Immortal Hulk took over Guardians. Uh, like I said, all this Hill House stuff with DC, it's all good. If you like horror comics. Yeah. But. That's kind of like, well, that's the one of the mature audience titles, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. So keep that in mind, kids. But which just makes it all the more appealing to kids. So. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but I don't card you. <laughs> Darn liberals. Anyway. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. That was Chris. That was Scott. This is Spike. We'll yeah, see you. This is Scott. That was Scott. Let's <laughs> see. This is uh, that was Scott. We'll see you next time. You're on whatever this is called. Yeah. See you later. Hey, how's it going? <laughs>